0: Ready?
1: Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, a video game music podcast. You're listening to episode 22-5 and we are your hosts. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernet. Every week we listen to great video game music from all consoles and all generations. And this week is more of the same, more great music for you.
2: Well, unless you don't think it's great music, in which case, tell us, actually, don't tell us why. I don't know if my heart can take it.
1: <laughs> Your heart can take it?
2: I don't think it can handle it. It couldn't handle the that, that hit of Pernell. not to be the bearer of bad news, but you guys have crap taste in music. Like, no, no, our taste in music is adequate at best. <laughs> <Splendid>. <laughs> Come on, give us adequate. credit here, folks.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure people have, have their opinions on some of the music that we play, but... I am okay with that, to be honest with you. Um, I gotta say, our last our last episode was our, our, was our Patreon episode was so good, um, especially music-wise. And then um, the episode before that um, with Chris Baines was fantastic. Fantastic music.
2: I, I think we can keep that train rolling.
1: I think so, too. I think so, too. Um, again, so this week, uh, Pernell and I are in different locations. We usually record um, right across from each other. Um, closer than six feet, um, sometimes um, very close to each other. But not today, not last week, and not for a little while, and that's okay.
2: Because we learned from the Patreon episode that apparently recording like this, don't we don't miss a beat. We don't miss it's, a beat. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. What are you doing? No, doing. <laughs> <laughs> that was your fault. He did that intentionally, folks. The actuality <laughs> of this whole thing is that we actually don't trip over each other. There's no like weird audio lag that no. we were afraid would occur, and thanks to like Skype camera, basically you <laughs> can still do like goofy facial expressions. <laughs> no, and stuff. you
1: can't because for you still haven't put a lamp in your room, and so all I see is like the shadow figure of your face. Your glasses sort of outlined.
2: Well, I mean, let's be real. The shadow knows how to make cool facial expressions. <laughs> you just gotta imagine that the shadow is making said expressions. Uh. everyone's a winner
1: I feel like I'm in an episode of X-Files and you're trying to like I've like Skyped you for government secrets
2: (laughs) (sighs) Mulder what are you doing I sent you on the case about the wing of the Appaloosa and yet you're investigating aliens again (laughs) get back on track
1: now (laughs) oh man
2: uh, oh, my God.
1: All right, so this this week's episode... Wait, 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 wait.
2: Oh, god. I got to do this first because the coincidence is really good, and I want to make sure that this dude is given okay. prior to us announcing the topic. Yeah. So, yesterday, I actually got a Patreon suggestion episode topic suggestion from one of the Patreon members. I want to read it off real quick, and then from there, we'll get into the actual topic we chose for this week. Oh. So, the dude, Das Dude says... Well, amidst all this craziness going on, I think that doing a full episode devoted to positive vibes would be an awesome way to spread some love and cheer to each other, you know? And I agree. I was like, you know, there it is. I had topic suggestions in mind, but I'm going, I want to go with his. So the Patreon episode coming up for April is going to be themed positive vibes. Again, he even mentioned you can even have the pernail up to interpretation style added to it. So that's there too. Positive vibes. Go nuts. Choose what you want.
1: Yeah. This is all positive vibes today. Um, I've been been looking forward to recording today, actually. I feel like, again, I see you at least more than twice a week anyway, and I'm like, man, I haven't hung out with Pernell in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. It honestly
2: feels that way.
1: It does, yeah. I just feel like I haven't really hung out with anybody. So it's just I've been really looking forward to this. Really looking forward to this face-to-face Pernell. You feel me? You get me? Digital
2: face to digital face. Digital digital
1: face to digital uh, man in a dark room.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Good point. (laughs) I'm not going to let you up on this. (laughs) Face to dark blorb. But so the episode topic today, as it was kind of given away by what the Patreon episode topic is, it's also a similar concept. Our topic was titled, What Do We Agree With It? Was like Sunshine? Fun time, yeah. yeah or uh, was this could it? be
1: a blue sky games part two or optimism colon the podcast.
2: <laughs> huh. So yeah, have all these different. We have tons of names for it, but at the end of the day, it's all about smiles and such. Yeah, smiles and, and such. Tracks that make you feel kind of good, like yeah. orange juice. Yeah,
1: there's like there's so, there's so much on online and there's so much on podcasts right now that are are, um, that are not challenging but it's like you know you know things are difficult you know you're having everyone's having their own struggles you don't want to hear more about it so let's let's listen to some good tunes let's talk about some good times unless those struggles are in La Mulana too. let me tell you something it's good to have challenges video game challenges I've been having a lot of video game challenges with the new game or the newer game uh, Control and I'm getting there I'm getting there I'm getting better (laughs) soon so you will have total control. Everything's everything's fun until I'm in a boss fight, and then it's just like I throw my controller out the door and I'm like, come on.
2: Do you just like panic and just throw boxes all over the screen like I thought
1: that's what you're supposed to do? I thought that's what the game is all about.
2: You no, just, there's like games, but you usually aim at dudes. Like I've played games where oh yeah, I know, get into a do, panic you and you just start shooting your gun wherever oh, and I you hope that. a bullet might land. Yeah, that's, I do the, that with
1: doom. that's the Rob Nichols school of video games. You panic and spin around shooting your gun. <laughs> like
2: something's gonna get hit. Something's getting hit here. No, there's the, the like
1: the button that calls like debris or like whatever and like you can throw it. Like you can throw things, you can pick things up from behind enemies and then release it and hit them from behind. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm ever doing that because it's just a bunch of smoke. And like stuff hanging <laughs> in the air, um, you can you can um, if they shoot a if they shoot a missile at you, you can actually grab the missile in midair and throw it back at them. But mm. I don't have those kinds of reflexes; it happens by accident. <laughs> there's <laughs> just there's so much that's like super cool when I pull it off, and I'm like that's part yeah. of the fun sometimes. Yeah.
2: Though it's the equivalent of, like when people will ask you how do what are the controls to this game, and you're just like I don't know because yeah. you don't. You just know I know buttons do things. It's a reflex now because mm-hmm. you've been playing games for so long that you can't really remember. Like I've done reviews where I say the wrong button name or action <laughs> yeah. simply because I really don't know what buttons do what. I just feel what buttons do what yeah, and I, was, I apply yeah. them.
1: I was trying to explain to uh, Christy that like there's a there's a language of video games that I just because I haven't played a lot of shooters like ever as I'm not really into them, I don't know the language. So when I jump into a game and it it doesn't it gets tutorials and there's little tips on like a what to do next, but there is a language to shooters. These games of like, you need to find cover, you need to do this. You need you, the next time you do this, you should learn to do that. And I'm like, but they don't actually tell you that because they expect you to know it. Um,
2: it's a lot of twitching involved.
1: I don't speak that language, so I just get lost and fall down into pits over and over again. Just walk right into them.
2: Well, one thing I'll admit that ends up happening at Ultimate is like it becomes um, almost intuitive. And what I mean yeah. by that is like, so as people generally know, I play practically every solid game out there, yeah, at least he, in he some really capacity.
1: When you said you're playing like, Doom, I was like, Whoa wow, you're getting into some, some hardcore stuff, like like actual like shooter, shooter, shooty.
2: Yeah. And here's the thing though, like I don't typically play FPS games, so that's probably one of my weakest genres of game to play. Didn't stop me from putting on like freaking one difficulty below the hardest one in the game though. Hurt me. And immediately things were killing me in like three hits. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck am I supposed to do? So like what ends up happening is you get more room. And monsters start flooding it, and like without having a genuine like understanding of like what is this is do pro Doom gameplay. My thing was okay, okay, bullets are hitting me. I have to stop the bullets from hitting me, which immediately leads to two things you can do: run for cover or run away. (laughs) I'm like, <laughs> That's just something you naturally decide to do. So at that point, you're like, okay, look for something. Look for something. Mm. And after enough of that, you start to realize, okay, this looks like a place a gunfight's going to happen. Oh, Where yeah. are some cover spots? And you start to just naturally designate plans or attack. It's just a thing you learn to do. But it comes from repetition. But I think at least with games like that, it's less. it takes less time to build it. It takes more time to build it up and do it well, though. Yeah. But less time to just get a grasp of that thing. Yeah,
1: for I, probably for the the experience that I'm asking for, like for like uh, the normal person playing these types of games, they would be super annoyed at how slow it was moving. But for me, I'd be like, "Thank you, God, <laughs> I'm so <laughs> lost." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, what was it Final, the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming out this coming weekend, right? So it should have, it should be out by the oh, time no, this th- no, I think out. it's next
2: week. It's next week because uh, what I think what happened was Square Center copies out early. Hmm. But I think the actual release is next week sometime. Oh, okay, cool. So so after this podcast is aired. Mm hmm. Oh, That's cool. the, I get But you're saying you were saying wait this week and you're referring to when this episode comes up. My God, it. Yeah, we, we. Anyway, there's a lot of time traveling involved. <laughs> yes, there is. We use the time travel material to pull that many rolls. Well, Boom, just, baby. Let's get started listening to some. Wait, 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 music. wait. wait, wait. No, what? Before no, that, come on. Come on. I got to do the one thing. <laughs> the I one have to thing? do one thing. What's the one thing. So, like, my game experience lately. So. This has become a thing oh, yeah, that yeah. I admittedly have been looking I'm been happy this has been going because this is what I had in mind or hope to have in mind since Rhythm and Pickles Chat even happened, mm-hmm. which is that the occasional moment where like there's like a mutual game being played and things can be discussed. So I've already liked a lot of Milana 2 and I've been playing it, but over the last like week or so, um, Kung Fu Carlito and I have both been discussing the game and playing it almost in tandem. So, like, he's playing it over where he lives, and I'm playing it in my house, separate files. But we are collaborating on experiences and pushing each other along. Yeah. So, like, I'll be driving home from work, and I'll get a text from Carlito, and he's like, "Carlos, I just keep calling him Carlito at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, right? it just, like, just, just happens, right? <laughs> um, and he'll be like, "Hey, Perdell, I found the feather," and I'm like, "I didn't find the feather." I gotta find the feather! So, like, I had players like, oh, not anymore, I don't. <laughs> Tonight's players are, find the feather. Because, Carl, he's not gonna have the feather, and I don't have the feather. There's something wrong with that. Also, it'll be like, something like, hey, I, I beat this boss. I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I, I fought that boss. I couldn't damage him. And he's like, trust me, you can. I'm like, well, crap, if he, he damaged the <laughs> boss, I'm gonna damage the boss. So, again, it's back. It's almost like this leapfrog of competition, and then when one of us gets genuinely stuck on a puzzle, it's like, yeah. okay. The secret lies under the eagle's eye. <laughs> it's like you're getting. I, like, I feel like you clues. played games
1: like that with Mike Myers or someone else before, where you're like you were just kind of not racing, but sort of like pushing
2: each other through. That would have been Mike, but the difference with this and what I was doing with Mike, though, is that he and I are usually straight competing. It's like I'm going to beat this. No, you're ahead of me. No, you're ahead of me. But with this game, it's a combination of that and also assisting each other. Because again, like if you get stuck on something, like let's say I solve a puzzle. And he's like, I haven't solved that puzzle yet. Rather than go, well, good luck, sucker. And ends up being like, well, I don't want to tell him because he doesn't want the answer. But I can give him a cryptic clue. Like, I got stuck on a puzzle recently that he had solved. And he goes, I'm not going to spoil it for you. But it's a, it, you, it takes something that you already have. And you've had it for a really long time. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, a really long time. And I started thinking, I started looking at my inventory, I was like, I have never used that this entire game, but I got it at the very beginning of the game. Sure enough, that was the thing. I'm like, you gotta be freaking kidding me. And then asked him how he figured it out. He's like, I just wait through the whole inventory until something works.
1: It sounds like a point and click adventure. We're just like hitting <laughs> everything, hoping it works.
2: <laughs> Sometimes it is, because uh, if you have the item and you try the item yeah. and it works, you're like, whoop, there oh, it is. Funny. Whoops, there it is. But like yeah, that that game has been a gem. Like I recommend it to anybody, primarily because even though the puzzles are brutally hard at times, and sometimes just find the item and get it here, the real resolution is that there are people who've already solved the game, there are FAQs out there, so if you ever just fly out and say, screw this, I quit, I just want to experience the game, you can just take a step-by-step walkthrough and just walk through the game if you really feel like it.
1: Day by day.
2: Step by step. (laughs) Fresh start over in a different kind of way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh
1: my God. Now it, we can listen to the music and we're yeah, going to take the whole me. step
2: by step jam.
1: Oh, I know. It's <laughs> We can get back on our TGIF kick.
2: We'll uh, make it better, second time around. All right, so step step.
1: let's start with one of your tracks and then we'll talk about why we chose them for this topic.
2: Okie dokie. Yeah. Well, my first track is going to be from a game that I think I picked from once on the show, but probably only once. This comes from Wave Race 64 on the N64. The track title is Sunset Bay, and it's composed by Kazumi Totaka. do this <laughs> welcome back surfside fans actually there's no surfing in this game anyway welcome back well it's like, listening- just like
1: the surf the surf itself you know
2: that is true yeah, yeah. no turf but there's a bit of surf mm-hmm. it's great it's a good time what's that good time existent in wave Race 64 especially when you're listening to sunset bay composed by kazumi totaka from the n64 wave Race 64 is i would say the third video game I purchased on the N64 release. I think it's also the third game to get released hmm. on the N64 because that thing had a slow trickle of releases upon launch. Um, But this game, at the time, was about jet ski racing and though we had Jet Moto recently on the PlayStation 1, I feel like Wave Race 64 really hammered the style home of Blue Skies, except for when you're doing Marine Fortress. Um, blue skies, beautiful scenery, uplifting music, except for Marine Fortress, and best of all, just the water. The water in that game was immaculate, and it responded very well to the player based on like the level of surf that you were engaged in. It was just a great game. And the music in this stage, along with the actual environment, which involves a sun setting, and the mm-hmm. waves kind of getting a little harder as you go around your laps because, of course, you know high tides coming in. Um, it's just a glorious, positive, relaxing vibe that it just provides you. Yeah, now, if you're playing incredible. a hard mode, forget positivity, <laughs> relaxing. You're just stressing to get first place. But if you're just playing the game for kicks and giggles, mm-hmm. now did you know that this was a sequel to
1: a Game Boy game?
2: I did not. Yeah. What was it called? Called Wave
1: Race. Huh. And this is Wave was Race. it a
2: game? Random thought. Was it related to the four-player adapter too?
1: Yes, it was. Ah. Yeah, I
2: just I just looked it up because I thought I
1: always always thought this was a port of the arcade game by I think it was Konami called Wave Runner. Oh. And that was like—is that the
2: one where they have like the water, have like the weird water jets that can hit you in the machine or something? like
1: no, that? No, no. But it was like, a, it was like you sit up on top of like a jet ski that was like it was like one of those motorcycle games where you kind of lean back and forth on it. But it, it shot like air at you as you raced. Oh. It, it's very much like Arctic Thunder and um, Rush twenty eighty four those those styles of games where you're kind of looking for um, shortcuts and stuff like that. But I remember it very well because when I worked at an arcade. Um, in my youth, <laughs> I would always hear the the, the attract noise.
2: Wave runner, <laughs> oh, press start. The, I don't think he ever said press start. He would just say the name of the game, and, and like, you hear I, like I, a blip sound.
1: I have this weird nostalgia. Like at the time, I really was annoyed by every noise these games made in their attract mode because I would hear mm-hmm. it all day long. But like now, I have this crazy nostalgia for wanting to hear those noises again. Like I'm even like the House of the Dead. Like the whole like screaming and like the house, of, of the like <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> and then like there was the yeah, and then there was the downstairs part of the arcade that was all um, ticket games, like the, um, the the rolling the ball into the um, into the cups to get tickets and the the spinning wheel and you have to stop it at the right time. But every time those things got stuck, um, they had these little noises that would let the the technicians know to refill the tickets or fix something. And it was always like either like a ping or a bell, but for one, it was always ball jam, ball jam. And we would just let it go all day long.
2: Dude, now I just want to hit ball jam. It's like a party ball jam. Yeah, Bip, dip. yeah this music ball jam. ball jam. Ball jam. And like cannons launching like basketballs across the room the whole time. Like it's, it's part of the scene. It's yeah.
1: fun. I don't know. It just yeah, this 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 type this type of game like really makes me thinking about my arcade days. But this song itself it like the way you describe the stage and the way the song sounds like they
2: fit perfectly it's so good man like honestly when all this when at some point i'm gonna have to get your butt to try the Instant 4 because people like to trash talk that system i ain't down with it insti 4 (laughs) was a good machine it had great games on it not as many as a ps1 did i think probably more than the saturn did but um they had enough good games to justify it still being in my closet right yeah, now. It's, like it's it's a,
1: a- yeah, and are some really good, there there was some really, really good stuff on there. I, I totally believe it. The controller was a little wacky, but Nintendo's all about like taking uh, risks and chances. But for an N64 title, the music in this is really excellent. Like all, I will say, though, and this is to the credit of the track. It's too mm-hmm. short. It's way too short because it's way too good to be this short.
2: Oh, there's a lot of that going on with that system, and oh. the 1080 snowboarding tracks were like that oh, too. Oh, there's
1: yes, right. I've I remember going through that soundtrack for the uh, the drum and bass episode I did for Ed's uh, VG Embassy podcast. Like, there's some amazing music on that game, but it's it's the tracks are so short. I don't know if it has to do with like the space on the cartridge, or which, or by what. the
2: way. Which reminds me, just since I came up, Ed, if you're listening to this episode, let's do a show together, but give me minimal prep work so we can just dive in and I don't get weirdly sidetracked. That's my problem a sidetrack, but I uh, want to get on there and talk shop.
1: I'm going to have to like matchmake you, too. Play matchmaker
2: for the podcast. Here. <laughs> so, Ed, if you could be any game genre, what would you be and why?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, survival Horror, Don't Ask Questions. <laughs> uh,
2: never go to
1: Ed's house again. Never go to his house again. No, his house is real nice. It's real. Uh, it's a real nice place to hang out. He's, his family's really friendly, and
2: um, but we didn't see the survival horror basement, so we were safe. You
1: no, know, it's got a cool, like wood panel, like video gamey basement. His, his. No, that's his color.
2: basement. I said his survival oh, horror basement. The, the, the secret sublevel.
1: The shed.
2: There you <laughs> go. The there survival
1: go. horror shed. A <laughs> shed. His shed shed Wilson, um,
2: <laughs> shed Wilson of the VG. And, right. Oh my! All right, gonna, love you, Ed. Yeah, we
1: love Ed. All right, so I'm going to keep this uh, feeling going, and we're going to listen to a track from European League Soccer for the Sega Genesis, composed by Matt Furnace. This is the World Anthem. And um, this is on, I think it's on the Sega Mega Drive only. I don't know if it got an American release, but it had a different name in Japan. I think it was like J League Soccer or something like that. But this is World Anthem from the Sega Genesis composed by Matt Furness. so good
2: train.
1: I love that drum break Here you go.
2: this whole track is so good
1: this is the world anthem from the game European League Soccer for the sake Mega Drive composed by Matt Furness oh I love the way this song sounds I love the way this song makes me
2: feel Pernell I agree it's it has a good vibe to it i i want to play the game now properly. <laughs> maybe that'll be the thing i just break out of, of a few i never got but into like, like
1: i never got into the uh, the soccer or or football games because like i don't know if it's like me. it's sports games in generals in, in general like, like a lot of the simulation style games i'm just not good at them i find them kind of slow um i feel like you gotta be really into the the sport already maybe the,
2: mm-hmm yeah uh, but at to the same time, I will say, not necessarily, it depends on the game, I think. Like, yeah, I've, yeah. Tr- I've made two attempts at soccer love over the years. First, which was successful, but I don't think it really counts all that much, is Nintendo World Cup Soccer. Okay. Which, which as you know, is a Kunio Kun game. So, yeah, yeah, not yeah, yeah, quite yeah. the same, <laughs> but it was still enough to say this is soccer and I like it. But then on the N64, Again, during the great Insta4 game drought, when it was just like one game every three months, um, FIFA Soccer 64 came out. And I was desperate for a new game, so I bought it, thinking, well, maybe I'll like it. It's an Insta4 game. And I actually did. My only complaint, as listeners and yourself will know from years of listening and talking to me, I hated the fact that when you played matches, there was no music. It was just the sounds of people kicking a ball around and falling on the dirt. I had time, that. I wanted sounds, dude. I wanted noise, yeah, some music. People, some people like that stuff, you know. That's why you just have the option to turn it off, not just default yeah, the, have no music. But like the class,
1: classic classic era 16-bit sports games almost always had a soundtrack. Yeah. Um, especially the 8-bit stuff, but yeah, this. So my, my, uh, all my picks today are from sports games. And though you and I don't watch sports, we're, like we're not really into it, um, I have, I, I I feel for the people who do because there aren't any sporting, you know, all like all the all the sports events are canceled for a while, so there are a lot of them are turning to esports and video games. Like there was a, um, you we were watching some reality show on TV the other night, and it was uh, a, and, and the NBA game was canceled for. Um, all of the players playing NBA 2K2 2K20 or whatever the newest one is and i was like oh my god it's happening <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> happening so <laughs> I'm, I'm playing music for people to remember you know yes that's right you know you, you can still play sports yourself outside you know just you can't watch it and or play with others you know going
2: to say no you can't you play <laughs> golf
1: Yeah, but yeah, there's some stuff you can do. So like, I just want to be like, yeah, this is a happy time. This is a happy time where people can enjoy sports, and there's a lot of great sports music.
2: And the um, thing about it is, like, you can like honestly, you can definitely do like horse or something. I can still like do basketball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still do that. that. That that would be
1: fine. Or tennis. You can do tennis. I tennis oh, is, so you probably could yeah you're really far apart from each other playing tennis
2: So, they tell me you could play tennis yeah you you, could do that you could, uh, you could play horse from different sides of the court right 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 you can um you
1: play a um, oh, cornhole
2: no one should play cornhole
1: <laughs> at just, all the, uh, 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 yeah Australia's a meme Australian going around right cornhole.
2: now there's a meme going around right now where um it's like you know top ten things you dislike that other people typically do, oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And I, I had to put cornhole and beer pong on mine. It's, it's, I'm like the worst party animal ever. <laughs> well, b-
1: back to what's good is the drum solo on this track is good. I love it. it reminds it remind me you of, of cornhole. It reminds me of the Miami Sound Machine. It reminds me of Gwen, uh, um, Gwen Stefani. Oh my god! i was About to say why Gwen Stefani? I <laughs> know. Um,
2: oh my, uh, forget about it. <laughs> I can't remember the artist. It name. reminds me of Gwyn, and it just stops like s- some mysterious Gwyn, <laughs> <laughs> Lord Gwyn of the Cinder. Oh, Lord
1: <laughs> Gloria Estefan, Gloria.
2: That Estefan, has nothing
1: right? to do with a Gwyn. No, no, it was a G though. It was a Gloria Estefan and the and the, the Miami
2: Sound Machine. Come on, <laughs> their names both start with G. Lo- I'll give you that. I, lo- I love the drum
1: breaks. I love the drum beat. I love the um, the really fake sounding uh, cowbell. And but the, the and the snare drum is like so chunky, and I think it I think it's because it's on the Sega Genesis that it's so chunky. But I love how chunky it is. It's Pronounced chunky. God. It's crunchy? Is it crunchy? Oh my god! No, yeah. This 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 is the kind of music that gets stuck to the roof of your mouth.
2: Gets caught <laughs> between your teeth and you need to call it dentist. Oh, it's
1: so good. All right, for What's your next
2: um, blue sky?
1: perfect track for your perfect well diet. this
2: track well this track will have you calling the dentist and <laughs> then after you call the dentist they're gonna realize you had this track stuck between your teeth Ooh. and it caused cavities to form now you need a root canal because holy cow this track is sweet anyway that's a long jot but it's actually two tracks that i'm picking um because yeah, they're you both short just, enough and i was like i want to squeeze them in because they pick the theme do you just want to go way.
1: like back to back on these things
2: yes sir oh, let's do it So, I'm going to name two tracks. They're going to play one after another. The first one is called Yellow Panic Time from Guitar Freak's 6th mix, composed by Yoshihiko Kozuka. And then the other track is from Guitar Freak's 5th mix, and it's titled Orange Jetstream, composed by by Tomosuke, but it's also got vocals done by Jenny Freeman. Welcome back. You just listened to two songs back-to-back, one being Yellow Panic Time from Guitar Freak's sixth mix composed by Yoshihiko Kozuka, and the second being Orange Jetstream from Guitar Freak's fifth mix composed by Tomosuke and vocals by Jenny Freeman. So, fun fact about those songs. Well, first of all, the Orange Jetstream one. When this topic became the thing, Orange Jetstream immediately came to mind. I was like, I gotta pick this track. This is, this is my jam. Secondly, I haven't heard Or's gestream in about 15 years. About, maybe a little under, because at least since like Masterpiece Gold came up, but whatever. Point is, it's been over 10, 12 years. And when they started playing, I immediately knew all the lyrics, sung it <laughs> on the fly. Then I Marco polo the song to a friend who was feeling down. I sung the whole song. <laughs> oh, was that's like, so nice. I was like, you're welcome feel good
1: (laughs) that is (laughs) like oh that is so that is that you're right that is the sweetest song ever man that is that's downright wholesome
2: i used to play that track back in the day to feel better about situations (sighs) like that and yellow panic time there was like Mm. a whole roster of guitar freeze tracks that i used to play to get my spirits boosted up because that was when i was like really obsessed with b-money game Mm. and that like again like I just would have like OSTs or soundtracks set up in mind for like various situations. Like, do I want to feel action? Do I want to feel good? Do yeah. I want to work hard? There's a track for everything. Um, but that, so I was like, I couldn't decide which one to put on the episode. I was like, we're sure enough, just play them both. That they was that, to get that, some play.
1: That might have been around the time that uh, we got a, a tip that this one little arcade in a mall way up in the mountains of Pennsylvania in Wilkesbury had a uh, Guitar Freaks fourth mix. And so you, me, and that, that arcade guy, uh, Tall Matt. Remember Tall Matt? Yeah, he actually showed up on my list recently, too. Like, he's back in action. Yeah, yeah, no, I ran into him at a coffee shop. It was weird. And <laughs> we, we, we didn't know <laughs> what to say to each other. And we all got in the car. We drove for hours um, just driving elevation, like, getting higher and higher. It's a beautiful drive. But we got up there just to play in that arcade all day long, playing Guitar Freaks and DDR. I think it was DDR... Um, Max two, and
2: I love Max two so much. Until
1: they closed the arcade, and then we drove all the way back home. <laughs> dude, tall Matt was only like what seventeen at the time, sixteen.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. But he was about as tall as I was,
1: dude. Uh, man, I saw him again. I, I I didn't recognize him right away because he he was graying, and you know we're all getting a little older, and I don't want to talk about it. But uh, he was still. He <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I forgot, Like I was like, oh my god, that's right. He is Tall Matt because. He is He's a giant. He is a giant. He's a giant man. A um, literal but, giant. But that's a really, I have a really fond memory of that of that day, because it was just a weird day that we just we just decided just to get up and do it. I think we all met up on, like, ddrfreak.com and <laughs> we are like, let's just
2: go. Isn't that site still running?
1: No, no, no. no there's, there's the, it's archived, but no one, no one uses it anymore. The, the, the scene exists on um, Discord and
2: Facebook now. Well, that's good, at least. Like the, 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 the the feeling, the community still exists in some form.
1: Yeah, it's still it's still there. It's split, for sure, because arcades kind of went away, and now they're kind of coming back, so there's more people that play at home than they play in arcades.
0: Uh. It, it
1: feels like, anyway, it feels like. But there's more people starting to play now, so that that's a good thing. But, but that was also, Guitar Freaks was, was, it's a guitar game like Guitar Hero and Rock
2: Band, but it only had three buttons. Yeah, but I'm glad they finally got around to fixing that. It just took them forever because the annoyed me the most about that was so back when Guitar Freak's, like, second mix had come out on consoles, Red Octane, which is a company that I'm pretty sure doesn't exist anymore. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, they released some, like, home version controllers that you could buy to play Guitar Freaks with. Those guitars had five buttons, even though the actual game only used three. So right then and there, you're like, okay, they're thinking ahead. This thing has more buttons, which means, who knows, who knows maybe they'll actually add more buttons to a future Guitar Freaks game. And then they didn't, and then they didn't, and then they didn't. And then we got Guitar Hero, which <laughs> had five buttons. Yeah, and then, and like, then, the game,
1: it was like, but they, they they tried to mimic some of, like, the movements that you would do. Like, there was more staircases, and, and I felt like there was more interesting patterns with the Guitar Hero, and now I feel oh, like very much so. The Guitar Freaks now, which I think they call Dora. Mm-hmm. Um, is much more than that style, and it's a much more pleasant experience.
2: Yeah, because if I remember correctly, they finally when door hit like fifth mix or something mm-hmm. like B five, um, they finally added additional buttons. So wow, now I think that long. game has five. But- <laughs> it took forever. That's what was so bizarre. That's like crazy. Red Octane had five buttons on the controller back on second mix, yeah. but the actual franchise didn't do it. For a good ten plus years. Yeah, I remember I we I,
1: I ordered that that peripheral from whatever yeah from Red Octane and like it came in the mail and it was five buttons. I'm like, what am I going to use five buttons? Like, why are they there? So, but I think it's that's still in my my uh, my closet. People people same t- here. There, There's actually another like a, there's a second hand not second hand but there's like a, another sub culture of guitar freaks players that play a hacked version of Guitar Freaks that that you can mm-hmm. do custom songs on. And they Ooh. play crazy, crazy hard stuff. And so there's actually a, a second market, or an aftermarket, for guitar freaks and rock band guitars. Especially the Red Octane ones. Apparently they're really popular.
2: I wonder if I even still have my Red Octane. I know I have an official Konami one that I bought, but I actually broke out the PS2 today with I'm the no intent being to play some Masterpiece Gold just because, like, I started getting nostalgic for the game, I was like, I should just play that after the episode's over. Yeah. Either that or do Rink Fit Adventure. I haven't decided, but one of those are going to happen Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, oh, um, um, a uh, friend of the show,
1: Mitchell Wong, said that there are, maybe it was, was it, was it them? It might have been somebody else on Twitter, but someone said that there's like a rhythm, like a rhythm game kind of mode in Rink Fit Adventure. They have like mini games that are all rhythm based and they're really good.
2: Yeah, I haven't added it yet, but um. It was recently done by. They announced it on like a recent Nintendo Mini Direct. There's like a rhythm mode where it's pretty much all the po- like a lot of the poses and motions you would mm-hmm. do with normal Ring Fit. Like you squeeze the ring, you stretch yeah. the ring, you squat. You have to get the ring kind of leveled with the notes on the screen or something like that. And I've been meaning to try that. But the downside to that is that it needs more songs. And there's like 16, they said. That thing should get like 50 songs. Oh, easy. totally! Yeah, they, they should because that should. would be my workout. Just. Yeah, yeah,
1: because you love playing rhythm games anyway for your exercise, so that would be perfect.
2: Yeah, but, like someone but, needs yeah. to get that. Like the Ring Fit setup is just screaming to have a rhythm game oh, yeah. done with it. That's extensive. Well, you know what? And also,
1: would, is great exercise. Is, this next track is tennis. With, it's this next track is it? this next track. It's,
2: it's, totally it's this Next Track. tennis. T- it's tennis.
1: <laughs> it's tennis. With none other than superstar tennis player, Andre Agassi. Andre Agassi Tennis
2: for the I think Super Nintendo. I think, I think you're over-exaggerating. I don't know if he's that much of a superstar.
1: Oh, he is. Believe you, me, and believe everybody else listening to this show. <laughs> he's a subpar, adequate star. In the 80s and the 90s, that man was everything. <laughs> Here's, um, he had his own video game. Um, so this is Andre Agassi Tennis for the Super Nintendo, composed by Mark Miller this is the th- standings theme. So this is, I guess, your ranking in the game. Um, it's is it's a funky soundtrack. I think you're going to enjoy this one. This is the standings theme. It's a short one. I picked a short one, Pernell. Um, from says, Andre Agassi, tennis for the Super Nintendo. Um, yeah, it's just, I love, like, all, all, all the music in this game has this really, like, funky beat. It reminds me of the Jurassic Park music, the Jurassic Park game music. It's all, like, kind of, do do don do dunk do do But, yeah, I mean, Andre Agassi was, was huge, you know? Like, um, all right, here we go. He was born in 1970. I'm gonna give you some give you some Andre Agassi facts. Okay, are you ready for this? Was he raised in the streets? <laughs> no, he was definitely not. <laughs> um, he. Uh, oh my gosh! All right, yeah. So um, when he first played the senior event Wimbledon, he was only 17 years old. Hmm. In 1997, he married Brooke Shields.
2: There's an achievement. Yeah. But then I they, gotta uh, say though, then they broke note. up
1: and they were divorced very quickly afterwards. He is with Steffi Graf right now.
2: <laughs> side note about that, by the way. I just thought about that. So yeah. a lot of times people will say at the young age of such and such, this person pulled this off. Now, when it comes to something like um, like say college, this person got a master's degree at the age of 17 years old. That's amazing. All right. When a person's like, he kicked the butt at sports at 17 years old. I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> because on one hand, I do agree that experience comes with age. If you play it a lot, you pick up some tricks and such. But it's also true that hmm. if, the, if a 17-year-old is fit, yeah, that's he is true. likely going to be in much better shape than a 35-year-old who is also fit. Uh, like, there, there's, I
1: feel like you're talking about there's like a threshold of like performance. But a lot of times, man... That experience can go way further than
2: the age. It's like this picture of a 70 year old, like on the court with his rack, like wham, wham, wham. And you got this like 40 year old pro, like, I can't keep up with this kid.
1: I don't think it's what is he 40. doing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of like this kid. He's like, I'm gonna play the senior event. And like, are you sure there's all they're all like in their 50s? Like, yeah, I'm gonna whip their butts
2: <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. It's I'm like, Agassi. Yeah, I feel like I this, he, I'm Agassi. <laughs> i'm andre oh, here go
1: here go. this i have i just pulled up a web page of like trivia for andre agassi this is my favorite one it is what is andre's brother's name the answer is phil he's sometimes a spectator at his matches i'm <laughs> like he's sometimes
2: <laughs> he doesn't always show you know, up I mean, if he if andre's not buying the ticket yeah. why the heck is phil showing up yeah, there's a story there i'm sure <laughs> The story is he ain't rich. Andre Agassi's getting paid to fly to these countries, and Phil's just like, um, mm-hmm. can I borrow fifty bucks? I'm, I almost have enough for a plane ticket. If you can just spot me the cash, I'll, I, I seriously, I'll come check out your show. I'll well, pay you back.
1: I mean, do you think? I mean, like, he got his video game came out. I think he peaked, right? Like that was it. He's just like, oh, I got a Nintendo game. I can, I can, I can retire. I'm done. I can just collect well, you- on that. Yeah.
2: Well, what you don't know is that there actually is a game called Bill like Bill Agassi Spectator. <laughs>
1: you just watch you just watch him play.
2: At the right time, the the, the person will come down and say, like hot dog. You got to push the button to get your hands like I want a hot dog. <laughs> but if you don't press the button in time. Phil's gonna starve. You
1: ever yeah, you know, like like especially in these sports games, there's these um there's like spectator mode or you can watch like a um, an exhibition match to see like the computer play against the computer. That's just called Phil Agassi mode. Yeah, <laughs> you just watch it'd,
2: be, it'd be perfect. Like there's a moment where you have to just kind of know that something bad's about to happen, like yeah. over across the seat, like time to move seats, and if you don't move in time, a fight breaks out and you get caught <laughs> up in it. But if you move in time, you can watch the fight and then watch mm-hmm. the cops drag them out and you can't get dragged into it.
1: There's a button to make noise. And if you uh if you let it go, it makes noise. So you have to keep it held. Otherwise, like when you're like when you're watching your brother like serve and like return the ball and whatever you do in tennis, like you have to like not make noise and mess him up.
2: <laughs> but you can upgrade to a boo zela <laughs> You
1: upgrade. Yeah, you have to hold down L and R at the same time to make the, the Vuvuzela noise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but if you hold it down too long, the fight will come to you and uh, you get dragged out of the stadium.
1: This game sounds like way more fun.
2: <laughs> Phil
1: Agassiz, man, I'm in. Phil get Agassi's back. Phil Phil Agassiz Spectator Tennis.
2: <laughs> Let's get Ubisoft on it. Oh. They got this. They're gonna be all over it. This is oh no, this is a wolf team game, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever does it, I'm in.
1: I want to play it. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, so what's your uh, I think it's your last track.
2: It is, sir. Oh, you double dipped on that Guitar Freaks? That's right. I cheated the system <laughs> and I do it to game. Um, this track comes from a game that I own but I've actually never played. Shocker, I know. Um, it's the game is called Beat Spikers. Yeah. It's on the GameCube and also in the arcade apparently. I did not remember. This is
1: a port of, a, of the arcade game. It came on the Naomi 2 on the Naomi 2 uh, arcade
2: board. Oh, slick! Yeah. The track is titled Incandescence Game," composed by Tatsu Tatsuoshi Narita, Sachio Ogawa, Shinichi Goto, Fumio Ito, and Megumi
1: Takano. Yeah, that's essentially like the Sega Sound Team at the time. We just we don't know. Who no one was specifically credited for any of the tracks. So it could have been any it, of them. Could have, been, it could it have even been, been you. All of them. <laughs> He's playing <laughs> a different instrument. <laughs> could
2: even be you. Welcome back. You are listening to Incandescence Game from the game Beat Spikers for GameCube and Sega Arcade, composed by potentially one of many, or many, Tatsuoshi Narita, Sachio Ogawa, mm-hmm. Shinichi Goto, Fumio Ito, and Megumi Takano. I love this track so much. Yeah. I've listened to it multiple, multiple times. I've never played the game. But for some reason, my brain said beach volleyball is a fantastic fun time outside. Get some sun, oh, get sunburned, yeah. but not too sunburned. But if you do get too sunburned, <laughs> make sure you get some medication to put on your skin and heal up quickly kind of game. Oh, so, man.
1: Hanging out on the beach in the summertime is like... Mr. Cooper. It's like one of my favorite things. But like, it, like volleyball on the beach is like super cool. And this track is like super fun, fun time, summertime. It's good. It's good. This is a Pernell track, man. It's, it's just it's just so happy and guitar-y.
2: Yes, I actually wonder where. It, I'm guessing it probably plays during an actual match. I think so. Yeah. Something I like about Sega sports games is that they actually do play music they during do. the games. Know,
1: music like this, too. this. Yeah, it's a it's a little a bit like the um um the the tennis one, Virtual Tennis.
2: Yep. And that was why I like Virtual Tennis. Like, wait, this music is amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Let's have another so match. Good.
1: Um, so, th- it got me thinking. So, this game, it's a volleyball game, but it definitely marketed itself with the 3D ladies in the game. Um, and so it got me thinking, when did this game come out, and when did Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball come out? I'm almost positive DOA
2: Extreme came out after this. It
1: did. It came out years later. So, this, was, this is, like, the proto-DOA volleyball game.
2: Yeah, but this is, like, traditional. Like, the characters are, like, they are totally like they're dressed in like traditional, like actual volleyball uniforms. Like well, it's it's to the letter standard. I mean, yeah. Whereas it's, DOA it's, is like
1: they I mean, they're in bikinis, but it's not like dead or alive bikinis. It, they're like yeah, they're right. They're like in like sports gear essentially. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The DOA is like so. Have you ever played? Have you ever played volleyball wearing a Twizzler? <laughs> we got that. Like, really? Okay. Well, I had a friend back in the day who was obsessed with DOA volleyball, and for the life of me. I could not fathom why. I'm like, look, I get it. I get why this is designed. I know what this is about. But is the actual game even good? And she just, <laughs> she was trying to convince me that the practice of buying presents and giving it to these characters was a fantastic, fun experience. I'm like, no. <laughs> the game is DOA volleyball, but you spend the least amount of time oh actually God. playing the sport the game is named after. No, that's the like best.
1: There's, I, I, say, I, I, I refer to, the, to them. Probably too much, but there's there's a game grump series where they play volleyball and um, Aaron becomes obsessed with one of the characters and trying to buy her gifts and trying to win her affection and it's just
2: hilarious. It's so but
1: <laughs> every time she turns him away, it's just hilarious. it's so funny. It goes
0: he
2: goes into a sad place.
1: Oh yeah, because he gets more and more frustrated and more and more sad that like a video game is not like like liking him. <laughs>
0: Like, um, what did I do wrong?
1: I
2: thought you liked these flowers.
1: Yeah, but th- this is a great pick, man. This is a really, really good pick. All, all of your tracks have been super solid um, listening today. And, I put uh, a
2: lot of work into it. I was like, gotta, gotta bring the heat <laughs> on the thunder.
1: <laughs> oh, so good, man. This is so, so good. Um, so I'm going to bring it back to something a little bit more chill, something a little more jazzy, something a little more golf. A little more guava, Yeah, more yeah, a little more guava juice in your mix drink mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, guava Kool Aid. I don't know. This is um, this is a this is a classic. I mean, if you're into VGM podcasts, then 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 you might know this track. This is a classic classic tune. Um, this is a game called Heru Kanaru Augusta New Golf Simulation for the Sega Mega Drive, composed by Yumi Kinoshita. Shiga, Katsu, Kamaki, Yusaburu, Shima, Yujo, and Hiroshi Morita. And I think this one is actually Yumi Kinoshita because there's a lot of super jazzy tracks in um, some of the other games they've produced. And this is Background Music 2 from the game New Golf Simulation, Harukanaru Augusta. This is Background Music 2 from the game <laughs> I lost the game <laughs> from the game uh, New Golf Simulation Kanaru Augusta for the Sega Mega Drive composed by Yumi Kinoshita, Shigakazu Kamaki, Yusaburo Shimyoji and Hiroshi Marita. And wow man, this whole track, start to finish and even on the loop, the loop is so clever. I love everything about the song. I love everything about right. it.
2: I don't, I don't. Yeah, even the bass,
1: it's, like it's so chill, and that that keyboard solo is so jazzy. But that bass is like someone just like turned their volume way up, and they're like, burr, burr, burr.
2: "It's awesome!" Oh, it's awesome. This song that like makes
1: me feel good. I'm
2: actually surprised you found this, but I'm glad you did because I enjoy it and it makes me want to play it. Is this a is this a game that you mentioned on like the um, um, podcast fans recently? I probably the like, obscure um video game music.
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, on, on that Facebook group, I, I posted a track from the FM Towns version. Um, definitely from one of the other composers. This is this is, I believe, Yumi Um uh, because <laughs> it's just so jazzy. And um, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh from the old, um, podcast, the VGM jukebox. Mm-hmm. Um, had a karaoke to this song, and it's just so good. Um, you can look it up on SoundCloud if you look up sound- on SoundCloud.com, BGM jukebox, and New Golf Simulation. I'm sure it'll come right up. It's really
2: awesome. He's got a great voice. He's like, I'm just curious. Cause did he? Mm-hmm. Did he used to, like create like lyrics to these, or oh, did he yeah. just wing them all? No,
1: no. He would create the lyrics. Like he would just listen to them over and over and write lyrics and sing them. I think I mean, he did wing some of them, but but they had, they had like a. They definitely had a. Uh, Um. Uh. Uh. uh, Oh my God! What thing? They had a thing.
2: They had a thing. They had a (laughs) thing. It took you how long to think? Oh, (laughs) thing! Right. Those things. Okay. I feel like I'm losing my
1: mind. Like this happens every time we record. It's like the first like hour, it's fine, and I just start losing it. Um. But yeah, this is just it's it's just it was like the thing they did. It was they did uh, karaoke. It was. And it was beautiful. I loved it. Keycliff um, uh, did one to Sonic the Hedgehog. Three was the one that, that, that the 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 twinkle. Yeah, it was three. Uh, twinkle Star starlight,
2: starlight something. Uh, uh, starlight Zone. The Starlight Zone was the first game. <laughs> okay. Then there was Sonic <laughs> One. I always thought yeah, that it
1: was Sonic was, One. Yeah, I think it was three. Anyway, it was beautiful. She actually broke down the track in the different parts and created a, a verse and a chorus and it was really good it was really um, sad actually I enjoyed it uh, so yeah so yeah. every time on my running route outside as I'm running so much more now um, I always run past a golf course that's by uh, Alapocas Park and I, I still see people out there hitting the ball around and I'm like I just I think of this music I'm like why aren't they listening to this track all day long while they're golfing you know so I just want to like leave like little speakers around the golf course just playing.
2: I can promise you that if I was into golfing, like real golfing, I would absolutely have a speaker set on a golf cart <laughs> playing golf BGM music the yeah. entire time. Yeah, I'd have like a drink in one hand and be like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> riding right the cart around listening to this music. Oh, it would so be
2: great. Um, it makes me wonder if they'd be torturing the other people, though, because after like the 15th loop on the same hole, they'd be like, stop this crap for yeah. hell. i like, no. Now no. they'd be
1: like, w- w- why did you stop? Don't leave leave the speaker here. We want to listen to it. This- <laughs> <laughs> right, well, cheap, gonna- cheap falls, yes. <laughs> cheap, cheap falls. All right, well, I'm going to turn the track down, and we're going to get into the part of this show we call the bonus round. Cheap, b- b-
2: b- bonus round today. It's the bonus round, time to play some jams, cause they're great, and I want to play some fantastic beats for the listeners, you're in for a treat, it's time for music! <laughs> I like it,
1: um, when I say, I like to, every, every week I say, I start, I just announce it, and I just wait for you to do something weird. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's just fun. I'm like, I gotta, what am I going to do this episode? Uh, what am I going to do this episode?
1: I used to put in like sound effects. I just don't do it anymore because you do the best part. <laughs> 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 well, the bonus round is where we play covers and arrangements and remixes on our theme. And Pernell, I'm sure you've got something good for us.
2: I do. So fun fact here. Um, a person, a friend of mine did that meme I told you about earlier, the whole five, 10 things I don't like that every other people like or whatever. Mm. And the thing they mentioned was living in the city. I immediately was like, Sonic R living in the city. <laughs> <laughs> I just jumped right to that. And I was like, thanks for reminding me of this great track. And he goes, that's number 11. <laughs> I just laughed harder. Mm. Um, because I'll admit, even when Sonic R first came out, I wasn't too fond of the OST, but it really grew on me. It was something about it that just made it stick, mm. despite the fact that my brain was telling me not to like it. I, <laughs> my body Your brain was, was
1: telling different. you not to like it.
2: Yeah, but my body knew difference. I kept moving to it, and I felt mm-hmm. great. So while I ultimately did not choose living in the city, I did choose what ended up, which is actually my favorite track on the OST. I found a cool remix of it that recently got brought out. It's an official remix too mm-hmm. um, for "Can You Feel the Sunshine" special remix, and it was done by T and Mariana Lopes, mm. or Lopez or is it Loops? I think it's Lo. I think I think it's Lopes. Well, they'll tell us that they hate it. But. <laughs> they'll, they'll let us know, maybe. <laughs> T and Mariana Loops. And featuring Jensen Noe. Can you feel the sunshine? Special remix from the game Sonic R, originally from the game Sonic R, sung by T and Mariana Lopez, or performed by, and featuring Jensen Noe. So I, we were talking during the break about which we prefer. Like Rob prefers this version to the original. I I like
1: this one a lot more. Like I I, the original is fun. It's it's fun. Like I'm not I'm not really into it, but I think it's fun. I like this song
2: a lot. Whole lot. I'm just torn. like I like them both mm. for different reasons, but i I just find myself in situations where I'm like, you know I like um I like the music like I like that the, I like the pacing of the original one and just the feeling of it like this one is good, but it's not as fast it's intentionally slowed down a bit, and that mm. that is that may well be the thing that makes me like the original better. Uh, but but the harmonica
1: I- is sweet. Yeah, the harmonica is amazing. That Stevie Wonder solo or whatever they were doing was so good. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. because they slowed it down, I like it more, um, which kind of makes sense between like the, the, like my taste and your taste. Like You like a lot of the faster stuff usually, like the faster yeah. boppy stuff. Like you like to bop to it.
2: I like to bop.
1: <laughs> All right, so uh, my track is a cover from Katamari Damacy, and, th- yeah. This is the Lonely Rolling Star Big Band Jazz version from the 8 bit Big Band, and it is
2: crazy good. It's so, so already I, I, from my favorite song in the game, so uh, dude, I'm looking forward to Oh this. Yeah.
1: I mean, this is this is a I mean, already I mean, this is a popular song. I mean you can't not like this song, but like it's a huge, huge band, huge band, um, with vocals and, and everything. So this is the Lonely Rolling Star big band jazz version from the 8 bit big band.
3: tane no yo
1: Yes, that was the Lonely Rolling Star, big band jazz version, from and a lot
2: of English from me or <laughs>
1: Japanglish. That was from Katamari Damacy, and that was performed and arranged by the Eight Bit Big Band. So good!
2: Oh my god, that's like Lonely Rolling Star is my favorite mm-hmm. song in the game. So I already knew I was in for a treat with that, but holy pickles, yeah. I got I got it moving.
1: That, that i mean that song already like gives me goosebumps it's so emotional and then like this the way it's performed and the key change in the middle and it's just everything it's just all it's so solid and hearing the um the uh, the melody played by by the horn section is just it's something it's a completely different feeling it's so good um, so i'm hope i'm glad you enjoyed it i'm really glad you enjoyed it i could see you dancing sort of in the in the darkness there in the
2: darkness yeah. like is that an arm or a or a or a back I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if <laughs> you're fighting off like a bat in your
1: room. <laughs> ah! no, I, I swear, I really like the song. i am just got a problem with some vermin. <laughs> Get out of my house! Well, for more information on the bonus round part of our show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to everywhere where you can buy the music and support the artists. And now, I mean, there's no better time than to go out and and support these artists, especially with artists like the 8-Bit Big Band. They're amazing. And, and, and to support these people, to, to keep... Uh, producing and performing is, is something else. So please consider doing that.
2: Yes. Yes, do. All
1: right. Thanks for joining us on episode 22 5 of Rhythm and Pixels. This is our optimism special. <laughs> sunshine optimism line yeah. yeah you actually you had like a name for it in the in the facebook chat that we had it was a uh, it was like smile smile time or something like that
2: my <laughs> it was like smiles like smile time optimize or something like yeah, that something crazy like that it was definitely
1: a a, a word that you smashed together
2: <laughs> but it was a good one too and yeah. i loved it but it should be here we go smile time positon Yes. Sunshine Positon. Sunshine Positon. Yeah, let's do it. That's, that, there it is. <laughs> that's such a good title. You can't, you can't deny the excellence of that.
1: <laughs> it's, so, it's pretty excellent. That, that'll be the title. Um, but yeah, this is that, that, that's, that's our theme. That's what we want to stick with. That's what we're sticking to our guns because that's what we want. That's
2: What we need until until the juicer comes in the mail. Then we're moving on to Florida quality orange juice. Yeah. Then it's um,
1: every episode's about orange juice, orange juice and grapefruit juice. Anything juicing, actually. If we can get a juice from it, we're going to make a podcast about it, and then eventually, this is not going to be a podcast anymore, but it's going to be an
2: infomercial for juicers. That's right, a juicery special. <laughs> <The> ju- <laughs> As I'm holding an orange right now, actually. So there you go. <laughs> Rhythm and You're Pixels with, with Robin Pernell. Get juiced. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> How would that topic even work? Oh, I don't man. think there's like I can't think of like more than one or two games where like. One of the main components was, like, mixing, blending juices. <laughs> There's, like, very few I know where, they, where that's, like, a primary factor in the game. Like, you blend these juices, and that determines what stat buffs you get. The juice crafting.
1: Oh, man, you know, the game was great, but the juice crafting, there could have been more of that. I really enjoyed the juice crafting. Juice crafting is
2: great, man. Don't knock it till you've
1: tried it. I'm not knocking it. I'm saying, like, that's just what you do in a game. But I'll say this. Our next episode, we have a guest next week, um... And uh, they would like to be the number one guest on the Rhythm and Pixels. And so they're going to try. They're bumping those numbers up. I will say they picked the craziest
2: topic, which That's I'm sure
1: right. is, I was like, Purnell going to be so happy that you picked the weird one.
2: <laughs> That's right. I got to say, like, it's a challenge. I want these challenging topic suggestions, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not challenging for the sake of challenging, of course, but I want them to be fun. Yeah. But if it's like, hey, I want to hear tracks devoted to this line of logic, like make it work. Make it Even so. A, make <laughs> it so. Have you ever played this game, Pernell? No? no. Why would I? I have no <laughs> idea why I would have ever played this game. But for the purpose of this episode, I know this music exists. Yeah.
1: Um, but, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, we, love, we love having them on the show. So um, it's going to be good. But if you would like to get in contact with us, if you have a crazy topic, if you have um, track suggestions, or if you just want to say hello, we would like that. Send us an email. Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And for more information about our show and full track listings from every episode, access to all of our episodes, and all the other fun stuff, go to the website, rhythmandpixels.com. It's new and improved, everybody.
2: It looks nice. It is true. Rob put some real, put some elbow grease in that thing. Well,
1: every episode, uh, we do these dumb, weird pictures. I guess they're not dumb, but they're just like really strange pictures of us inside video games. And so, it's just the whole page is very focused on the images. So, I, I think that's... I think, I think it has an
2: air of extra positive like not extra personality to it though. yeah yeah it's definitely us <laughs> it's definitely us all over it
1: um, so yeah check that out um, go to youtube.com slash rhythm and pixels we have um, all of our episodes are there we also have a 24/7 live stream playing 8-bit and 16-bit classics and deep cuts all day long every day and if you'd like to support the show just you know, tell people about it. Tell, tell your friends. Tell your family. I know you're seeing your family a lot right now, and they would love to listen to more video game music. Mm-hmm. Don't you think so, now Share the wealth. Share, Share the love. Share it. Share it with them. You can also um, support us by going to patreon.com slash rhythmandpixels, and by supporting us there, you get access to little prequel episodes be- uh, every week, right the day before these uh, main episodes come out. and You get these little 10-minute, 20-minute snippets of me and Purnell just chatting, talking about stuff and life. And even with our guests, we just chat with them, catch up with them. Um, you also get access to a uh, live-streamed recorded episode once a month. So you get to hang out with me and Purnell doing the the whole stream the Whole show
2: live in front of you, and that's always yeah, you can hear me freak out about things like Carlito telling me just now he just beat one of the guardians. I gotta find that guardian. I don't think they're getting that right now, <laughs> it's chopping at the bit right now. I was like, I gotta do it. Yes,
1: yeah, as, as soon as we're done, you're hopping on that game, aren't you? I'm
2: running down there. <laughs> I'll oh man, do it.
1: Well, anyway, okay. Well, we also like to shout out every one of you at the end of our show. So we like to thank that Nick Walker, Mike Myers, Harold Howard, Dave Taylor, Reinhardt Zalkova, Andreas Milberg. <laughs> that came out weird Dan Loughton Phantom Jest Steve Miller The Autistic Gamer 89 Cameron Worma Christopher Shenstrom Bobby Arson from 1UP Funk Wicked Sephiroth Carlos Carlito from the Heroes 3 podcast Michael Bridgewater from the Forever Sound version VGM podcast Brian Pitt Buttsbo Hammock Hammock from the KVGM The Last Wave VGM podcast Johan Perez Bruce Irons of the Mad Gear Band Ed Wilson, the Prime VGM Minister of the VG Embassy podcast. And their last episode he did with Dan Loughton is fantastic. It was so good. So it was themed. It was very strange. I loved every part of it. So I think we're going to do a collaboration with Dan in the near future. i um, also like to thank Alexander Proudfoot, Davy Cakes, Das Dude, The Last Recon, Bedroth of the VGM Very Good Music podcast. Kitsarito, Sola Sanctuary, Mix 6 Master, Damian Beckles, Joe Vassalo, OK Impala, Chris Murray, Chris Steenerson, Alex the Messenger, Messenger, host of The Messenger Presents, a VGM podcast featuring The Messenger, and David Smith. Thank you all so much, so, so much of your continued support of our little show, honestly. It's just this little thing that we've just been doing, and I'm glad you enjoy it.
2: I concur. We just have a lot of fun recording it and talking about it. And honestly, when episodes release and people were like, hey, listen to your episode today. It was great. Here's some <laughs> weird things about it. I honestly genuinely just kind of get a kick out of like having those conversations. Like, oh, yeah, pick some great tracks this episode. Or Rob kicked your butt on this wax tracks. i like, don't you say that to I me? I legitimately thought you said, hey, who let the dogs out?
1: <laughs> woof, woof. Right. Oh, oh,
0: dogs. I
1: know. Oh, dogs. Um, so yeah, eventually maybe we'll have uh, a phone number you can call and leave a voicemail, but that sounds like a bad idea.
2: God no, that would be that would be scariest crap. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with not doing that. It's always leave a message and come through their email address. Like but, you can always like record your voice and attach it to an email. Well, but, leave ah. us
1: some, leave us some positivity in uh, in our email box. That would be really nice. Um, our next. Live, For now, I'm gonna to come to your
2: house next week and eat all your
0: peanut butter. <laughs> Our next yeah. live stream
1: show is gonna be on April 30th, and um, that's a Thursday, April 30th. If everything works out correctly, and the theme is gonna be positive tracks, positive vibes, all about vibes. It's good vibes, give us some good vibes, is what we need on the show
2: that's right all right man that's all i've got
1: i know pernell is waiting to get back on the la mulana too (laughs) that's
2: right i'm i'm chomping he's telling me he's like i I beat anu it's on i'm like no i want to fight anu she has such a great ost track that plays during that fight too it's so good it's going to be on the show at some
1: point i'm sure we're going to hear we're going to start hearing these 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 tracks are going to start trickling into our 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 show over it's the next my few weeks. It's
2: my, it's my next SMT. Like every track from La has to show uh, up on the shit. your rise Star. <laughs> all right, well. That's right.
1: Thanks for listening to Rhythm and Pixels. My
2: name's Rob Nichols. And I'm Purnell. Have a great night. Have a good evening. And remember, um, I don't know. It's hard to even come up with one for this one because my thought was like a little on a weird side. It's thought of, you know, if you have family in your home with you, cherish that family. Interact with them as much as you can, take it back to some simpler times, get some board games out, get some card games out, get some movies, I don't know, random stuff, just interact, use the time and the company that you've got, use it widely. However, with that said, if you're like me, you're in the house by yourself, don't let that be a thing to stop you from interacting with your friends and socializing. Get that social media out there, get that Marco Polo app, get that Zoom app, so many apps, so many ways to connect. If you want to communicate with folks, there is no reason why you can't. So don't let yourself be confined to your space. Get out there. And be chatty, man. Lady. Friend. Person. person Nutter Butter. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Sprite. All those things. Get out there. <laughs> I, think, I think you're hungry, too. Oh, I have a Nutter Butter, a Coke, and a, and a freaking. Aha water beverage on the desk right now. Yeah. Don't drop it. Don't don't drop it this time. Oh, they're empty now. Okay. Oh, I ain't messed around. I had that experience. I got-